This is Roderick Strong, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A. Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 296 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your wrestling info, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You know, we are in many places. We are. The world. All around the world. Just like Stitcher. Yes. Beyond Pod. Uh-huh. And Player.fm. And... Purse. No. Satchel. There you go. The Search Wrestling News Source podcast to find us. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. And Tyler is at Tyler underscore Abraham. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. And what words would those be, Tyler? Uh, suck it. <laughs> oh, okay. So welcome to the show. Happy that you're all taking some time out of your day to tune in to us. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Raw, SmackDown, Hot Topics, Q&A, maybe some other stuff along the way. So, uh, like I said, welcome to the show. Tyler, how are you doing? I am doing all right. Hanging in there. <laughs> Hanging in there. Sorry, hiccup. <laughs> you getting ready for the Royal Rumble. I know I'm getting pumped. Yeah, man. It's um, it's going to be a fun time just to... Yeah, town is a guy's weekend and just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. And wrestling. That's right. All up in there. Maybe a little sightseeing, yeah. but mostly wrestling. Maybe the river walk, whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for it as well. I'm ready for January to, to be here. Doug, are you ready for January to be here? Um Royal Rumble. I mean, I'm excited to go to the Rumble. I don't know that I need to skip two months though. So. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of need Christmas to come because I could use some gift cards and cash and all that to help me out. But uh, other than that, I'm I'm ready for the Royal Rumble to be here. I, I'm ready for another WrestleMania weekend esque type situation, and this one's gonna be a lot more fun. First time to go to a Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's my ever probably outside of WrestleMania. This is my favorite. That is my favorite pay per view. Uh, but we do have to get past Hell in a Cell. We do have to get past Survivor Series. We do have to get past TLC. I mean, What's I, bigger? I mean, Ro- I like Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem as magical since I'm like a surly old man, but <laughs> I like Halloween. Yeah. I don't need to rush through Halloween. I, w- I, th- you, I You know what I think would help is like a little bit of fall weather. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you know what would help was a little bit of candy. Candy's Halloween. always good, too. I could go for some candy. Yeah. So Bubble maybe the next tapping. show we'll go back to our old traditions of bringing a bag of candy or two up here and just pig out. I think that's what why I'm so tired today. I haven't had any candy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, as we're getting pumped up for Royal Rumble, make sure you uh, let us know if you're going to be out there as well. Maybe we can tell you where we're going to be if you want to if you want to meet us and say hi and all that good stuff. Uh, also, heads up. 
Episode 300 is right around the corner, and if you'd like to get involved in episode 300, just record a little audio uh, clip. You want to get involved? Yeah, that's right. You want to you want a bit of this action? Um, just record a quick little audio clip uh, on your phone or on whatever device you'd like, and uh, email it to podcastcrew at yahoo.com. It could be a question for us. It could be, uh, hey, congrats on 300 episodes. It could be, hey, remember this episode? Do all that good stuff, whatever yep. you want. If you want to be involved, there's an option for or you. Or like, hey, Danny, fuck off, you know. Hey, like if that. you want to do that as well, by all means, it might not make it on the show, <laughs> but you can certainly can't say that. Is there like a certain file format they should use? Uh, MP3 or Wave is fine. Okay. Uh, or if they want, if they feel like shooting a video and sending sending it to us, that can work either. But that's just going to be a larger file. Uh, it's going to take longer to send, so uh, a sound wave will work just fine or mp3 will work just fine um yeah, so jpeg yeah well i don't know if jpeg will work you can't exactly extract audio from a jpeg but i mean hey if you can go for it yes so, you can it's it's science oh yes it is a science that's right so uh <laughs> yeah okay so let's talk about raw as the uh the biggest the best champion in wcw history Goldberg makes his return. Which, that's, an uh, odd, that's an odd way of addressing him. Yeah, he was. He was not. You could say Sting was. You could say Ric Flair was. You could say Hollywood Hogan was. I was say Hogan. Yeah, because I mean, no offense to Goldberg. He was. He's you know, whatever. But it wasn't the greatest WCW champion of all time. I'm sorry. Sure, certainly not. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you this: since y'all were like. Uh, WCW guys, was that whole like streak? Or, you're, I don't know if I'd say I was a WCW. Well, y'all watched guy. it. Sorry, okay, let me reset. Y'all I mean, watched, I watched it more both, than both, but I watched both as well. Okay, so but I don't know the way he framed it made it sound like I was like a WCW over like WWF guy or something. I watched both. I'm just clarifying. We know Glacier no, that's fine. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. I should have <laughs> said a different way. Uh, <laughs> People didn't like the whole, you know, you're next and like the undefeated. Oh yeah, they loved people, they, people did like. They were I mean, he that. was over. Yeah, um, he was over but he yeah. was limited, really, in the ring. Yeah, it was just you know dominant spear, you know, right? Sure, like he didn't have those long matches, but that's one of the good things about him. It was just a quick match. He goes in, takes care of business, and all that, and got the win. And then he started getting that undefeated streak going, and you know they turned that into a big deal. Uh, he wouldn't. He was the strong, silent type. He didn't talk very much, except to come out and say, "You're next." You know, I'm calling you out. You know, I was wondering how they were going to do this because you know he was out of his character. You know, being humbled and all that stuff, and that was cool. You know, just that, to, you know the whole yeah. crowd remembers him and all that stuff like that. I really like that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it went <clears throat> beyond better than what I expected it mm-hmm. to have come off. Um, I think they really caught a break because I think he could have t- could have been booed. Yeah. Um, I know there's like the whole nostalgia pop thing, but also uh, I don't know. I just I just think there was like a risk to doing it and um, I think it came off well. The crowd was receptive. Yeah. Uh, he was humble and genuine and mm-hmm. I think that worked for him very well. Absolutely. You know that's that's really cool, but um, I mean I don't know <laughs> I don't know how the match can play. I know you know Brock's style has changed. Mm-hmm. You know I don't know how Goldberg's gonna work well with it, 
But, I mean, this is, I guess, a proper send-off for Goldberg by WWE because I would think after this they would try to get him into the Hall of Fame or something like that. Oh, I'm sure they would. I mean, I think the whole point of saying you're not just next, you're last. You're last. That's, this, will that's be, this will be it for me. Yeah. This is so, this is my chance to perform in front of my wife, in front of my kid. and So, I mean, I'm... I'm gonna watch it, but I'm still iffy because of Brock's new, you know, style. Well, and sure. How, how is that gonna match up with Goldberg? And it's also so. one of those things where, I mean, to be honest, I didn't have any interest in this match. Okay, you know, I knew how Paul Heyman was gonna word it to make it to to sell it to everybody, uh, but it wasn't until Goldberg appeared where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll watch it. And it was because, like Doug said, he was so genuine whenever he came out. You saw he got emotional. Because of how the crowd reacted. And, you know, we've seen that with Shane McMahon when he came back and the crowd responded the way they did. Uh, you know, to, to know that you haven't been forgotten in the, in the eyes of the fans because it's always one of those out of sight, out of mind kind of things. Uh, you know, to, to come back 12 years later, still get that reaction, have the crowd chanting it's Goldberg. Cool. It really was a cool moment. And, uh, you know, to, to have the, the humbleness and the, the, genuine speaks uh speech that he gave uh talking about you know i've traveled the world and i got to be a hero for a bunch of kids and that's something that we really need these days you know with all the negativity that's going around uh, what we need is a hero and he's trying his best to to do that for the kids and that was a great moment and then he went back in and it was like you know i I thought about it and maybe i do have one more run in me you know maybe i do have that one last match um uh, do I think he's going to win? Probably not. The dude's been away from the wrestling business for 12 years. He's 49 years old. He's still in good shape, but... Uh, ring shape is different. Yeah, there there is a whole different level. Uh, I mean, to, The to Rock that. was in shape. Do you remember when The Rock came back and he And gassed? he was gassed, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a different kind of fitness. When is this match taking place? Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. And that is... November, whatever. Yeah, he's he's got probably okay. a month. Probably five, five or four uh, weeks. So he has time to to get in there. What's the pay per view in December? TLC. TLC yeah. would have been better that's for the, T- that's the raw pay per view. They weren't gonna do it. They were if they were gonna do it, it had to be on the big four, one of the big four. Yeah, and uh, I mean at least I would imagine it didn't have to be on one of the big four, but it would seem like a waste, or it would seem like uh, too thorough a way of a show to it, not do it. Uh, it would have been a long time. It would have been overkill if they would try for the rumble. Sure. Well, I think that if you take not the like cut they did of his interview, but if you take his full interview in his own words, he seemed like he wasn't ready and he needed a little bit of time to get mm-hmm. ready. But he was they, like, "Guys, I'm 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 up there." I think and- he, I think he even said like, "I would at least need to the end of the year or something like that," which is why yeah. I was thinking maybe the Rumble. I mean, it does if you think about it in the way that. The Royal Rumble sells the Royal Rumble, and you don't necessarily have to throw another match on there to sell the Rumble. It's sort of its own deal. It makes sense that, okay, what's going to sell Survivor Series? Okay, well, Mm -hmm. the Rumble sells the Rumble. You know what I mean? So it makes sense from that perspective. I just was... The word was always the Survivor Series. I was just guessing the Rumble because he himself said he needed to the end of the year to get ready. Sure. And, uh, you know, now that they have... Well, I'm sorry to cut you off, but also the Rumble is taking place in the Alamo Dome, which is fucking huge venue. Yeah. So they may have trouble, like, putting asses in the, at those many seats. Mm, 
I don't know. What, what size building is it? It's a sixty thousand to seventy thousand. So but you take away a certain amount. Due is to it the bigger entrance. than the Dallas thing? Or no. Oh, okay. Dallas is Dallas over a hundred thousand. Oh, okay. It's big for. It's smaller than the Superdome, but it's still up there. But even then, I mean, what's um, what size venue is um, Toyota Center? Toyota Center is probably yeah, twenty thousand seater. Twenty, yeah, twenty five, somewhere around there. So it's twenty two. It's 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 fairly large. I yeah, mean, it can hold a football whole, stadium, yeah. or I mean, it's a, it can hold a football field. I they won't sell it out. I don't. I I don't believe they will. Mm. The product's not hot enough to to sell that out. I mean, they are. They're, you know, hyping the hell out of Have it, you though. you see these pictures of, like, house shows floating around with nobody in the fucking stands? Look like a TNA house show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the same oh, could be said man. for, for the, whenever they came to Beaumont last time around. Uh, so know, it, could saying, like, on, the, it could just be something else was going on that night or... Depending on which town, I, I too, I guess. Products, yeah. I think the product's just cold and there aren't that many mm. people. To, Which is sad. But, yeah, you know, I mean, if they're offering travel packages and stuff like that, I'm sure some people will pick that up and and all that. I don't know. They don't seem like that good of a deal if you do the math. Yeah, really not. Uh, <laughs> it might be more of a scam than a deal. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're getting pretty... I'm just joking. It yeah. just doesn't look that appealing. The solid seats and the collectible <clears throat> chair and the Sunday breakfast thing that they have, that seems pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, the stuff that we're planning on attending, it's going to be pretty badass. I mean, the, the thing about those types of packages is that if you plan to do anything outside of WWE stuff, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, there's no point in doing them. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? We'll see what uh, what all they have to offer in San Antonio. But uh, yeah, as far as Goldberg and, and Lesnar too, I mean, just go back and watch the first one. But you can also take into account that both of them weren't really interested well, in that matchup. That, the thing though was the the crowd kind of made that right, like they because they knew that they were leaving. Yeah, they knew that both guys were leaving. I gotta rewatch that match. They both knew that they were leaving. The match itself still wasn't very good. They they didn't care about the match. They had, you know, 80% stare down. One move. Oh, now you do it to me. Oh, I'll do it. And Oh, you know, we have a stalemate. Yeah. Okay, well now you hit the ropes. And boom, into the chest. All right, well you hit the ropes. Oh, darn. You know, now we're gonna argue with Austin. You know, like the most over guy uh, was was Austin in that match. And he was the referee. (laughs) Yeah, so. I, mean, I, I wouldn't expect too much differently out of this match. They're a lot older. Um, it's not. It's it, it's not really that their feet, one of their feet, aren't any more out the door. They're both like Brock's a part timer and Lesnar. I mean Goldberg's doing his last match, and so it's not like they are sticking around. It's still, pretty much the same situation, and they're older. And you know, Goldberg has it. Even if he was in fantastic shape he hasn't done it in like 13 years or whatever it has been so i wouldn't expect those bumps in (laughs) yeah i mean i wouldn't expect a great match they're gonna do a lot of smoke and mirrors it's gonna be a spectacle Mm -hmm. and that's what i mean we'll hit a spear lesnar will kick out i mean jackhammer will kick out think shane and undertaker it's gonna be that kind of thing it's gonna be less (laughs) of a match and more of like a A spectacle yeah look what's going on oh my god so I don't know. Don't worry. I got Goldberg killing fools in 2K17. There you go. Who's your champ right now? My champ on uh, Raw's Owens <laughs> SmackDown AJ. Nice. It's it's current people. Good to see you're straying from the uh, from the universe. The universe is actually <laughs> the same as now. So oh, okay. For now. For now. Okay. 
So, um, speaking of Owens, they kicked off uh, Raw with uh, with Jericho. Slowly, the tension is starting to build. The split is imminent. Jericho and Owens gonna dude. Be I get you. That you're saying that, way. but I don't, I don't know why you're saying that. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, you're still my best friend, okay? Rollins trying to cut a uh, a face promo. I chuckled the first time at Sparkle Crotch. The next six times, not so much. I mean, he didn't even get one out of me. So yeah, I mean, the I'm crowd... sort of a tough customer though when it comes to like. Sure, yeah, uh, I wasn't here. laughing. Sushan start busting out laugh. That's the only thing he like <laughs> was positive towards on Raw. You know what? It it really bothers me in general when like someone comes out there with like a goofy thing they want people to chant or a goofy thing they want people to like tweet about and hashtag. Mm-hmm. It's you can tell that like. This is something that he already. It's there's a different feeling when something comes off the cuffs and you just sort of say it, and then that resonates a little easier with me, a little better yeah. with me than like, uh, what's a thing that I can try and get people to, to me? That's like too like up your own ass about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just, just yeah, this will uh, work. Yeah, and if I say it a few more times, it'll catch up. Oh yeah, the crowd will bite anything. Yeah. I don't know. They have a lot of floundering humor. Like yeah. Jericho's spot on right now with his. But Jericho's humor. tearing it up, but uh, I don't know. Not not the best from from Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Getting the crowd to chant "Sparkle Crotch" or whatever. Um. Then uh, Jericho kicked Kevin Owens out, saying, "No, I can handle this. I can handle Rollins. I know I've taken the pedigree two weeks in a row now, but." Damn it, this is my time. And so the match gets underway. Owens comes out later on. Rollins gets the victory. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I I, f- I don't feel like I have much to say about the show. Like, yeah. uh, I feel like there's something I should be jumping in with, but I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I have any strong opinions or takes about anything. Probably the, the strongest opinion that I had about anything was the dominance for uh from Big Cass the uh the Charlotte interview that took place other than I that I don't even remember co- what Big Cass did I mean he came in and just like wailed on Carl Anderson and it was like a 2 minute matchup he That's just, right that's right he just you know went to town on him um Rusev's family introduction thing got canceled by Roman Reigns I was cracking up at that He's like, look at that! Look at that handsome man! That is my father. You can see where I get my good looks from. Yeah, I was, I was cracking up at that, and then Roman came out. And I was like, dude, you're spoiling it. Like, I'm, a, I was actually digging it. Uh, the picture of the family dog and and his brother and all that. I thought it was great. Oh, this is sort of off topic, but did you watch Total Bells this week? I watched half of it. Um, Lana was on like completely out of off. It was so jarring. To hear her talk with all really? the like, she finally dropped it for like. Well, it was whole... for Total Bills, but <laughs> how I, dare she? I mean, it's off topic, but I just Total it, Bellas or Divas. Total Bellas. Bellas. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Do you guys want to talk about Total Bellas while you're while you're on the? T- I on mean, the there's. A, I was just mentioning that because we were talking about Rusev, and there was nothing much more to Lana other than. That she spoke without the accent. Only watched half of it because I had to go do other stuff. Yeah, other other things popped up. Um, no big deal. Yeah, uh, Charlotte got interviewed by Lila, uh, Lita. 
It was Leela. I've been watching Futurama. Sorry. Um, you know, that was that was a fine job. They talked about the Hell in a Cell and how she's the queen and, and all that. So uh, the reason why there hasn't been a Hell in a Cell match featuring two women is because there's not been a woman like Charlotte before. And so, um, so be on the lookout for that. R-Truth, Goldust, Mark Henry, defeat the Shining Stars and Titus O'Neil. Whatever. You guys, well, you guys were, I remember you saying like, uh, I don't get this like um, Shining Stars like touristy thing they're doing, but mm. now it seems like they've evolved the gimmick to they're just sort of like scam artists in general with yeah. the watches and stuff. Is that Rolexes? Uh, is that doing anything for you? Not or? at all. Okay, mostly because it's it's involving people who aren't on on the show regularly enough, I guess. Although I guess they're trying to establish themselves well, with people who are trying to establish themselves. I feel like it's giving them a little more. <laughs> To do then like just well, yeah. saying like because you, you guys were like what what is this fucking character I'm like mm-hmm. saying I think that they're trying to they're saying that the the characters they're sort of scam artists in general yeah just, but they, like a few weeks ago they weren't like that they just kept on saying just come to Puerto Rico and they they just and stay at our time share. like okay now we're gonna and buy these fancy watches yeah and uh, check it's out all these, right I mean, check out these awesome sunglasses they're Ray Buns. I kind of wish they would, you know, give them more of a chance or something. I don't know. I just feel like I wish the best for them. You know, this is what their third, yeah, repackage, their third chance, or what, what would you call it? Yeah, repackaging. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of sad to see. Because um, like, how many times before they were like, "Hey, it's not working. We're just gonna let y'all go." Yeah. Titus O'Neil had his press conference the, afterwards. The bright side is that with the split roster, they need everyone they can get. Yeah, that's, that's bring, also, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why like Els, Ellsmore is on SmackDown. Oh right gosh, are they ha- are they or are they not having fun over on SmackDown with this kind of match? I will tell you. Well, I'll tell you one thing: that SmackDown's a hell of a lot easier to watch, and it's not just because it's an hour shorter. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just there's just something. It's not great, but it's it's just an easier watch. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't even know exactly what it is. Maybe it's the blue. It's uh, easier on the uh, eyes. Do you know if they signed that guy to a contract? He's on a paid per appearance. Gig. Okay, because they got a shirt with him. That's just a cash grab. Yeah, I mean it's sort of like when they did uh, the AJ and Jericho tag shirt for two weeks before they broke over or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sell the product. Anyone who buys it is a man, sucker. I'll tell you what, man. Like, just I mean, hopefully he gets a cut of that. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff is just strange. You know, everything's like, you know, where they're bringing in like indie guys and all that stuff, and yeah. they have lo- local talent. We have him now. We got a shirt of a local talent who's not, you know. Mm-hmm. Things are just weird, man. Eh, he's a little more than a local talent. I mean, he's sort of like a established jobber. Is he? Yeah, I mean. Local talent are the people you forget because there's a new one next week to do the job. He sort of he was originally supposed to be that, but the crowd sure, got sure. onto him and he just has a distinct look. And then I think, <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that sure. really helped him. Hey, <laughs> I, I, this is gonna sound like I'm being an asshole, but I mean this as a compliment. Well, no, okay, it's not even really a compliment. I'm just saying that I also would. I think I would like to look at this if if I was James Ellsworth and look I'm not a handsome man I'm not he's not either we're not I'm not gonna fucking sugarcoat <laughs> it I, I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I'm not a handsome man neither is he 
But I would like to think that if I was sort of a middling wrestler who <laughs> was not like getting a break or anything, and an opportunity like this came along when I could, but I know that the joke was on me. Mm-hmm. I would still be like, all right, let's fucking do it. Yeah, you know? let's make as much money as we can with this. Let's make it happen, you know? Yeah. Because the, the 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 joke is not that he was, like, really impressive in his, like, squash match. <laughs> the, the, the joke was that he was, like, a weird-looking dude who, sure. like... <laughs> Who like had a weird like I believe that he, he yeah guy with two fists and they just like okay uh, let's see what what he's happens. the ultimate underdog yeah it just he's like making something out of completely nothing and I would like to think that if I was in the situation I'd do the same thing I'd be like even even though I knew the joke was on me yeah. I would be like fuck it man let's do this yeah Dude, I just thought of like tonight when I go home I'm gonna check 2K17 and someone made him on the oh god uh, community creations DLC. <laughs> Oh, dude, I got to see if someone made him. That'd be great. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the commentary during that match? Because I was rolling. I was dying. Are you, do you mean like when he put the tried to put the chin lock on, but like he yes. has the chin slid off? Yes. I, think yes. I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. And the line from JBL, he was like, he looks like a turtle without a shell and the no chin music and just... No chin music. <laughs> I mean, it's just the stupidest stuff. But it, it goes back to what you're saying. It's like, you know the joke's on you. You know, you're, you're obvious of what... But what, what you look it's, like, it's and this or like being a fucking independent wrestler in wherever the fuck he's from, yeah. like you know, it's like why not? You know, yeah, why not exactly. Go like I'm gonna milk these these 15 minutes of my fame I as would, I can. I would rather be the chin job guy from WWE than the than the nobody from nowhere. Like you exactly. Know? And you know what this does for him? More appearances. Yeah. Get that but, money. I'm gonna be completely honest. I hope they use him more too. Yeah, I, mean, I like him. Well, look, he's got two wins over AJ. He's got to come back. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to win that title. If anything, he, <laughs> should, he should be getting the title shot, not Dean. He's the one yeah. with the wins over AJ. <laughs> I mean, it made me question. It was like, they wouldn't do that, would they? I mean, lot, all logic, all sense and logic well, would say no. There's question. no way that they would do that. I missed certain parts of the last match. Did did AJ hit the... Uh, Styles clashing. Not in this match. Oh, okay. No, no, it okay. didn't happen. He uh, he ended up getting himself disqualified. Um, but because I didn't watch the end part of it, but I I was if that first time when he didn't. I mean, he tucked his tucked his chin. Oh, his non-existent chin. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. I mean, congrats to the dude because. I mean, it's life changing. This yeah, is, of course. This is, I really, you know, people who get in the wrestling business, like this kind of stuff is what they want to do. Not necessarily the ha ha ha, make fun of me kind of thing, but to appear on national TV, challenging the champion. I kind of would whatever like to know the stats of how many people bought that shirt. I mean, I'd like to know that too. Even if it's only his 15 minutes of fame, at least he got his fucking 15 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got to, I got to face James Ellsworth, a wet noodle of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you got to think, like, before he appeared on Raw and had the match with Braun Strowman, how many interviews was he doing? How many appearances was he making? That's all changed since yeah. that day. I mean, in all fairness, I don't know his career before this. So sure. I don't know if he was a guy who was, uh, you know, doing matches every weekend and, like, you know, yeah. well-traveled or anything like that. I, I, I mean, I watch a lot more wrestling than a lot more people, and I had never heard of him. So I... I would assume yeah. <laughs> that this is like a big big deal for him. Well, I think on Talking Smack, Daniel Bryan was talking to him and saying that, oh, you've been in the business for about 10 or 12 years or, or 12 or 14 years or something like that. And so this is your big break. So uh, 
you know, it is one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I ran it in my local local wrestling promotion, and uh, there was an interview that he did where it was like, how'd you get the call? And he was like, well, I went to the WWE website and started sending my resume, and I wouldn't stop until they called me. So that's what it, that's what it takes. He got called in to be an extra one time. The next time they came around, they said, "Hey, we're gonna put you in this match against Braun Strowman." And the rest is history. So, you know, you just gotta put yourself out there. You want to let this big burly man beat on you? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. All right, let's do it. Yeah, but as long as you've got two hands, you've got a fighting chance. Did they say that on the back of the shirt? No, it doesn't say anything on the back of the shirt, but it should say that. It should. I think it would. Well, I like his his Titantron graphic has the two fists around the thing. I just love that. Like, I didn't make that up. That's that. No, that's uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, did I dream that? No, you did not, because I was laughing the whole time. It was great. Uh, you know, and that is one all of over those, the place. <laughs> hey, who cares? Yeah. Uh, you know, free flowing show this this week, but uh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the dude, that's his dream, and he's getting to live it. So Good for him, man. Yeah, major I props. still think they need to come out with an action figure of that, dude. Hey, I would buy it. I'm, if, not, I'm not joking. I would. If, like you said, if they keep him around, eventually that might come up. I would buy that, the action figure. They did that Colin Delaney action figure. Of course, he stuck around for a little bit of a run. So. Yeah. Totally eventually gets that one big win, but he Ellsworth already how, got those two big wins over AJ Styles. That's how... Colin started out the same way. I mean, mm-hmm. it would not sh- surprise with the uh, split brand and the like overall need for more talent. It would not surprise me for him to stick around for a little bit. Yeah, or even just like rare appearances every once sure. in a while. It just pops up backstage. Hey guys, how's it going? Y'all need me in the in the match tonight? I'm like no, James. I mean, we need, I mean, uh, he Slater is sort of like been give lended a little bit of credibility so you need like a new job like a lovable loser like yeah like true an over job true. Guy. yeah mm-hmm. uh heath has moved up <laughs> so i mean yeah congrats to him dude what do you he's think of the, the fact dream. that he is probably like the most ever guy on the whole show <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh do you think that's just uh do you think that speaks to uh, the entertain how entertaining the segment was, or do you think it's more so speaks to how like cold and clammy the rest of the product is? Hmm. Is it more of an indictment of the rest of the roster, or is it like props to him? I think it was just a uh, something fresh, something to. It's just a. It's a quick trend kind of thing. Oh, let's hop on this guy, you know. Um, then it'll fizzle out and something else will come along. Because the only thing with SmackDown, like, it's him and AJ. That's... Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, like, Cena... Mm-hmm. Um, 15-year-old trend. Well, no, I, I just mean, 15-year-old like... 15-year-old trend. I just mean there are, like, about four guys on SmackDown who you could honestly consider a title contender. And yeah. with, like, Cena back out, and then you've already got the... Like AJ can't keep wrestling Dean over and over again. He yeah. needs a diversion, and this was a few weeks, sort of like how Naomi was a bit of a diversion for <clears throat> Alexa because mm-hmm. Becky's was out. It's the same thing. It's just like giving him something to do for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean it's entertaining as hell. But what's going to happen whenever it's like okay, jokes 
run its course. Well, I think people there were there were some people who the first time it happened said, "Well, this devalues the title," and I was like, "I don't, I'm not sure that I think it devalues the title." Uh, I mean, I think there's a place on the card for comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I certainly don't think it devalues the title. I mean, what really does devalue the title these days? Because, you know, back in the 80s, it was prestigious. It was the great thing. In the 90s, everyone was fighting for it. Nowadays, it's kind of just like, oh, you want to be a champion? Here you go. Well, the way they position things nowadays is that no one cares about the title. It's like people are fighting over who is, like, the favorite uh, person of, like, the McMahons, which is a weird thing. Yeah. It's real weird. It's like Rollins was pissed because not so much that he lost the title, although but the title just comes with being the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then Owens is sort of like, I'm the new guy, like I'm their new favorite. And it's like, that's weird. Like, yeah. why do you care that you're like the teacher's pet or whatever? Exactly. And it's, you know, the, the main case that I would probably have for it is, once they did have the brand split and they had the championship match, oh, the title's coming to SmackDown, what did they do the very next week? Well, screw that title. We're just going to create our own. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah, well. All right. Well, now you have two titles again. Yeah. And you're going to have two tag titles and two women's titles. So where's the prestige? Where's the rarity of fighting for that title? It's like, well, you know, I can't go for that one. So I'll just go for this one instead. Well, I think that there is a that it could be done like they could make both sets of titles important mm-hmm. they they just can't yeah. i mean like it, i'm saying it's possible to make both sets of titles important it's just it seems like they don't have the ability to do it themselves yeah like they don't they've forgotten how to to do that and they're and not they're, that it can't be done not not that just because there are two then they're on they're then both are irrelevant yeah. It's just like they don't know how to make them both relevant. Yeah, and also the the roster is stretched so thin. Like yeah. you only have a handful of tag teams, a handful of female competitors, you know, like you said a hand just a small handful of main event guys. So it's like what are you going to do? You're just going to cycle them all around and come up with as many combinations as you can. Well, yep. then what? You know, I mean, you've got a Survivor Series coming up where Pretty much all of your tag teams from SmackDown are going to be in the match. All of your women are going to be in the women's Survivor Series matchup. And they're going to have a handful of guys for you the traditional 5-on-5. I guess. I don't know if that'll help, though. But I don't know. Because they're going to have those three matches on top of Goldberg and, and Lesnar. And then, you know, a championship match or two. Cruiserweight match and all that. But... You know, I don't know. It's just, I feel like they have so many titles and not enough people to make it really feel like there's a fight going on. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, okay, you can have four or five people go for the world championship, four or five people go for the intercontinental title, then you've got the tag titles, then you've got the women's title, and that's just SmackDown. Right. And then you had to throw in the cruiserweight title on, on the Raw side, so it's like... Goodness, it's so stretched out. And on top of that, you're trying to make new stars in Braun Strowman and Nia Jax, who hasn't been on Raw in the past couple of weeks. Uh, you've got um, 
Becky Lynch, who's out on injury. You've got Eva Marie, who's been suspended and hasn't returned since. You've Paige. got Paige, who's out on suspension and might be fired. Um, I understand where you're coming from when you say that it the titles don't feel like a big deal because there are only like a handful of people vying for them. But mm-hmm. in all honesty, even if they had... 20 people for each division they could they could only focus on four or five at a time sure. anyway so it's sort of like um what am i trying to i don't even know what i'm trying to say <laughs> other than even if even if the roster was twice the size and they had a full roster for each show like they would they still couldn't make you they they still couldn't show you 20 people are in this division. They right. could still only show you like five people are in this sure. division. Sure. But I mean, you could swap them out and have some. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you, if your point is that there's more like. Because it's like, okay, once the Orton and, and Wyatt feud ends, where do both characters go? Once AJ and Dean separate, know. where do they go? That's, that's a dream. I wonder true. if they're going to do like <laughs> AJ versus Orton. I mean, the the. The question to AJ is that he goes back to Cena eventually. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that's where my head is. You know, the, there's so few people and so many titles. I feel like just the ratio is off where it's like, okay, well, you know, I've gone through the entire division. Nothing really for me to do now. It's kind of like the New Day, you know, where they're at now. They've beaten everyone that has been laid out in front of them, and then you go up against... Uh, you know, Anderson and Gallows beat them. Oh, wait. Well, no, we want a rematch. All right. You lost again. I mean, hey, we get one more, right? Okay. You, nope. Would this make you feel better? Do you just want that first hour of Nitro where anybody in the fucking world could have showed up on the show and it makes it feel like there are so many people under contract that anything mm. could happen? I don't, I don't, to be honest, I don't know what I want. Yeah. Uh, I just feel, you know, it's kind of meh. Like I like that there's a structure kind of now where we'll, we you know you're gonna have a cruiserweight match you know they're gonna you know but it still feels like same old raw uh, each week we start it with the 15 minute promo have a match go to commercial come back in the match they could have a backstage segment they could definitely mix up the, the formatting of the show yeah just because you're slotting the women into the first one now doesn't yeah. doesn't mean that the format is any less still right. Uh, it's just I don't know, I don't know what what I'm looking for, or what can be fixed, but they they didn't change enough about how they do business. Yeah, SmackDown does feel a little. This the thing that I think makes SmackDown an easier watch is it's so fucking quirky. It's like uh, mm-hmm. you've got like Dean Ambrose and Rhino and Heath Slater versus the Miz and the Spirit Squad, which is kind of a quirky <laughs> little fucking setup of like just people thrown together, which is uh, not necessarily gonna knock anyone over with how awesome it is but it is fucking weird and it does mm-hmm. sort of get your attention you know what i mean yeah what what's so weird is when it first started it was like oh man raw is better than uh smackdown mm-hmm. then it quickly changed smackdown raw has more people that i want to see but smackdown uses the people they have better is what the way i currently feel about the product yeah i mean it's just i don't know maybe it's time for some of the some of the older guys to to move on, you know. Oh, man, I don't know. 
<laughs> if they do that, I don't know who the fuck's left. Well, I mean, that's what Nobody's I'm saying. Like, over to the they need to. That's what they should have been doing this whole time. We, I mean, we've nope beat this dead horse too many times. That they should have been making new stars in the process like of uh, Cena and Orton being on top. But like, Kane's going to be gone soon. Big Show's going to be gone soon. 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 Uh, Orton and Cena will probably be out the door within five years. You know. So it's like, guys, want you know, our truth, Goldust, Mark Henry, all those guys are. Yeah, but they're you know. not taking up any. They're taking up roster spots, but they're not taking up any meaningful roster spots. They're not really taking anyone's spot. Right, but could that spot have gone to someone else that you're trying to build up as a new star? Sure, but I mean, that spot in particular isn't going to make anyone else. Sure, it's just like a. We have fifty people, and they are slotted in somewhere in the forties. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like they're taking any anything away from anyone who could use it any better. Because yeah. even if someone else was on the card in their spot, I don't feel like they've been given. They would be given them the sort of material to work with to get over to the fact to to the point of what we're talking about. Yeah, there should be other people doing weird shit instead of those people doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like. Like even with NXT, I'm having far a hard time keeping up with that. Like I'm I'm far more interested in the takeovers than the show itself. You know, similar with the uh, with Raw and SmackDown these days. I feel like we're just trying to get to the the pay per view. I think you're just burnt out, brother. I might be. That might That's be. That's what it. it sounds like. I, mm-hmm. All honesty, it's, it's it just sounds like you're burnt out. Yeah, yeah. I think it just it just happens. I mean, you have been doing a wrestling podcast for you know six years or whatever the fuck we've been doing this for <laughs> and you know you watch as much of the product as you can to, to keep up with it and yeah i, I know that A-Bear, feeling A-Bear went through it yep i'm sure we've all been there guys <laughs> you'll yeah. get there one one day yeah i'm sure it's, when they're when they're lowering you six feet down in the ground and, i'm sure it's uh you know it seems pretty natural we'll make sure we put your all your dvds in there and ain't it natural about me baby <laughs> what we'll do is we'll run a cable we'll have a a laptop Set up, run a cable so it's constantly powered and you can have the WWE network on in your casket. Well, I plan on like hanging in there until like transhumanism and then I'm just <laughs> going to become a fucking cyborg. There you go. Just put my brain. And just keep watching it. Just put my brain in a robot. Heck yeah, man. But if that's the case, couldn't you be able to process all of the wrestling within like three minutes and be like, all right, I'm done? See, that's the scary thing is that about like, about that is like, what would we be, we'd be become because we would like absorb everything like much mm-hmm. faster. It'd be like that uh, that skit from uh, Family Guy, where the guy walks into the movie rental store and he's like, "Show me uh, season three of of whatever show," and they just hold a little scanner gun, goes right over the eyes, and goes, <laughs> "That's not how you use a chair." And then he walks out. And, yeah, you know, so that's it's like you're you- able to process everything just like that. That's not how you use a chair. <laughs> Imagine the future if you can just do yeah, that. Yeah, man, that's sort of weird. So, um, what do you think? What do you What do you guys think about the whole Seamus and Cesaro? Let's do a live Facebook video while we're. While I think it's. A match. I think it's pretty dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, I I could get into them as nothing says ratings like hey, go to another platform and watch this. I could get into them as. A tag team. I could even, 
uh, get into them as a tag team who was dysfunctional, even though that's played the fuck out. But they're totally different. But, like, what I can get into is, like, the way that they're going about it. Yeah. Uh, we just did Facebook Live. After this, we're going to tout. Yes. Everyone remembers tout. <laughs> um, no one uses it. No one used it. Um, I don't know. Tyler, what do you think about Sheamus and Cesaro as a tag team? Um, it's falling flat for me. Yeah? I mean, I, I like them both. I like I like uh, Cesaro more, but uh, it's just falling flat for me. They don't have nothing going on, so put them as a tag team. New Day doesn't have anything going on. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's right. Um, so here's here's the question. I guess the one that's on Pop everyone's it. mind. Pop it. Twist it. Um, ah. Will the New Day end up surpassing the demolition record? Okay, how many more days to have? Until? Like 50, somewhere around there. The next pay-per-view, they're fighting Sheamus in. Yeah. The new tag team that are dysfunctional. So do you have them? Because that, that like advertises like, hey, they're gonna get the titles. That kind of advertise, mm-hmm. not necessarily, but I feel like it. But um, fuck. Or uh, would you have them lose and say, no, we would have won, but Cesaro got in my way, or no, we would have won, but Sheamus got in my way. I just way. feel like uh, New Day is gonna keep him. Yeah, break the keep, title. Yeah, or break the record. See, I feel that I feel that I feel like they'll break the record, but Cesaro and Sheamus will still be the guys to to take it off of them. I don't know. Who knows? Not me, but I might have some some change. Nichols. What do you think about um, Bo Dallas attacking Curtis Axel? Hey, man. He's got to do what he has to do, man. Yeah. And, uh, Social outcasts are officially no more. Poor, poor Curtis Axel. Yeah, well, he deserves it. He does? No, he doesn't. Why does he deserve he it? He deserves it because Bo doesn't need anyone to Bo leave in him. He's Except got himself. Bo. That's right. Except for Bo. Um, kind of kind of shocked that he beat Neville in order to get that point across, but whatever. Hey, um, man. Bo was a bigger character and he won more matches in NXT when they had the feud with Neville and Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll start it up yeah, again. That's and true. Then, hey, you know, Heath Slater is evolved and he's gone up. Now it's that's time right. for Bo Dallas to go up. It's his time. All you have to do is Bo leave. Bo Dallas goes up. <laughs> Curtis Axel stays in the same place. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Braun Strowman defeating the Mile High Trio? Whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. When uh, what about I mean, Sami Zayn answering the call? Is this a smart thing for with Sami Zayn right now? It's something for him though. I don't want. I know he loses to everyone, but let him be the one to defeat Braun. I don't want Zayn to lose. Yeah, I mean, Shit. I don't want Zayn to lose either. But we gotta face the facts. I know he's a mountain of a man. Of Kurt Hawkins. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's another story. Yes, unfortunately, we did not get to see Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, because Apollo ruined that shit. How dare he? God damn it. Monster. Um, but back to monsters. Braun Strowman going up against Sami Zayn somewhere in the near future. Sami Zayn was asked backstage, why Why did you do that? And he's like, because no one else will. 
And plus, I have nothing else going I've on. I've got nothing else to do. And plus, uh, people backstage want me to fight him. I get paid if I get out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to beat his ass. Yeah. Try. I'm the underdog from the underground. Yeah, I'm going to come out the underground and go on Awesome hat. <laughs> awesome hat. <laughs> um, yeah. Sasha Banks got interviewed by Alita. The Brian Kendrick, Drew Gulak, and Tony Nese defeated TJ Perkins, Cedric Alexander, and Rich Swan. Um, what did you guys think about the Dana Brooke and Bailey situation that happened? It looked like Bailey might have gotten injured in the process, but uh, I mean the the ending was just so quick. There wasn't really like a finishing move or anything. It was just very sudden. I mean. What did, what do you think there, Doug? Okay. Oh wait. Born I'll wait just a moment. I I will wait. I will wait patiently and quietly, but not too quietly. Okay, I don't know what you're asking me. Dana Brooke and Bailey. Let me tell you what I was thinking about while I was going to get a coke. <laughs> okay. What I thought about in my head when I went to get a drink is that what if. I, as I was talking about transhumanism a few minutes ago, <laughs> then, you know, obviously this is going to be recorded and live on the internet. And what if I... Forever. What if the robots hear this as, you know, the singularity is They're coming, coming after you. What if the... Sorry, I'm throwing You ever think about the singularity? Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's scary? Because the singularity, the singularity became my, like, big fear after I had like a my original big fear of like an existentialism like what what the fuck about death like death was my biggest fear and then like I think I forced myself to cope with death a little bit I mm-hmm. still don't think that I'm 100% cool with death but I think I like I've gotten to like a, a slightly more chill place with death and then after that I was like what about the fucking singularity that could be fucking scary what do you think about the singularity? Fuck Dana Brooke. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Dana Brooke. She's 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 fine for her experience level, but she's not experienced enough to be on the biggest show and the biggest company in the world right now. Well, I mean, do you think Bailey got injured? Or I can't remember how it, how it went down. It was like she got thrown into the ring post, and then it looked like Dana was supposed to put her feet on the ropes or something, but she didn't. See, I really don't want to talk about singularity. I mean, Tyler, take it away. Singularity. I don't remember oh, the finish of the match. We're talking about singularity? Do you think yeah. it's scary or not? Is that where, like, knowledge, like, transcends? Um, the like singularity our, is like the, the technology. The, overruns. The rate, the rate at which technology, like, doubles is, like, eventually gets to the point where, like. Skynet. Yeah, basically. Skynet is real, and we all end because up dying. You laugh know? about it, but I heard that was it on the internet or the radio where they're they're coming up with they're already in the process of making a smart AI. Whatever they already have, they have this test. I can't remember what it's called, but there's this test that basically it's can. Can the AI fool a human into to thinking it's like a person? And there are already robots who pass that fucking test. Oh, 
fuck. I mean, it still looks like a robot, but like if you weren't like if it was behind a like a sheet or something, and we were like talking to something, we we're like, is this a robot or not? There were apparently already robots who can pass that test. They're yeah. probably offended that I'm calling them robots. There's probably like a sophisticated like name for like. You would hate absolutely if this is if this is your like biggest fear. You would absolutely hate the new show that Kelsey and I are watching. It's called Westworld. I've seen that, but I, I mean I haven't seen it, but I've seen like Westworld somewhere. Yeah, you would probably be petrified. Why? It what? scares me, but I'm still like interested in it. It is very interesting. Imagine Truman Show meets Hunger Games meets Jurassic Park. Hmm. All right, so well, Jurassic Park sucks. Which I know is a comma. I know, I know that's. <laughs> it's okay. I know it's not a popular opinion, but Jurassic Park sucks. Okay, that's that, you know that's All your of opinion. Them, none of them are good. <laughs> what about Jurassic World? Yeah, it sucks. Okay, I haven't even seen it. I'm just gonna go. That sucks. Oh, okay. I saw the the real Jurassic Parks and they suck. I'm also not a big fan of Jurassic Park either. So. Just out of curiosity, what about the what about the original Jurassic Park? Did you not like? Just out of curiosity, hmm. it's not okay. Look, let me let me be clear. It doesn't actually suck. I just don't like it. Okay, and it's not like uh, it's not like uh, here are the things that are wrong with this movie. It's it's more than a. Uh, I think it's overrated. Then it's then it's okay. a shitty. Movie. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but anyways, Westworld. Okay. Uh, it's based off of a movie in 1973. It was supposed to be adapted into a book and it never got adapted. Anyways, so got adapted. This is Westworld. In, yes. Okay. Uh, it, it was, was originally a movie named Westworld in, back in 1973. Okay. Same premise. It's a little bit different though. Obviously, you change things around and you're right. turning a movie into a full-fledged series. Um, so imagine you want to go on vacation and you'd like to travel to the Old West. You know, gunfights and old saloons and all that so there's a place where you can go called westworld hop on a train go on there it becomes like an old-fashioned locomotive you get to dress the part you get the guns everything they drop you off at this location and there's just people everywhere but the thing is they're not people they're androids right they can communicate with you they have responses they can improvise responses so if something changes that's not in their norm they can reroute it back into it without you really knowing the difference it doesn't just like break the system right you can shoot them blood will spurt out from wherever you shoot them they shoot you it's kind of like getting hit with a paintball you feel it it's not gonna it's not gonna do any heavy damage so if you want to get into a gunfight you can if you want to go and make love to some of the ladies there it's possible um but what's happening now is that there's some sort of glitch that is causing them to think outside of their initial programming. They're starting to remember, like, when they were killed, or they're remembering the past bots, you know, because whenever a bot goes defective, they have to switch it out, put another one in, you know. Is it like a commentary on, like... Like past lives type thing through the through the guise of AI, so kind it's like of, they sort yeah. of like remember past lives or something. That yeah, they're remembering previous memories. Okay, uh, it's like wait, you were you were played by some someone else. It was like whatever. Um, so they go they hay, they go haywire. And- well, there's well, we're only three episodes into the season. Well, okay, what is uh, this? Yeah. What station is this on? It's on HBO. Oh, 
crap. Okay. But I have it recorded on DVR. Tyler will send out it's on Hulu. No, HBO doesn't have nothing on Hulu. No, they have HBO Go and HBO Now and all that. Well, you know what? I don't even fucking watch all that much TV, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. This sounds interesting. I want to watch it. It really, I mean, the first episode, it's got uh, James Martin, who played Cyclops in the in that x-men films he's he's a character on there it's got ed harris anthony hopkins it's an hbo show yeah okay really good really good the first episode i loved because they did a uh, a ragtime you know the ragtime piano mm-hmm. they did a cover of black hole sun mm-hmm. on there really good they did an orchestral version of uh paint it black What's by the rolling stone like an orchestra uh-huh. um it was really good whatever sense. that makes sense. but um yeah. Well, okay, I gotta get your guys' opinion on one other thing. Okay. So we talked about singularity. So where do you guys what do you guys think about this? The the theory that we may be living in like a fucking like you know the whole like we could be like living in like a a marble basically, basically or something. The, basically the matrix or whatever, like sure. but it's like it's the if we have the ability to create like a virtual reality, then the then the probability that we already have is like almost like hundred percent or something like if i think that the the theory is is that if we that like civilization either always dies out before we get to the point of creating like a really i mean i know there's like psvr and shit i'm saying but like mm-hmm. a really like no glasses needed yeah like a, this feels like as real as it could feel like civilization always like a cataclysmic event always happens right before we get to that point right or we're already in the fucking matrix. <laughs> I don't think we're in the matrix. But how do you know? You don't know, but my thought process is that I'm not. Were you saying though, like we'll get to a certain point and then civilization civilization's gonna die and then it'll start over? No, again? the theory is that with the way I mean, I think it plays into a lot of the the technology, the way that technology progresses so quickly is that if you look at that like curve of technology that eventually we get to the point where we can do that. But if we're not in it, then it's because some like event happens that stops the technology from progressing to that point. Or we already, we've already done it and you're in it is what I'm saying. Because Mm. like if you can't stop the technology then something has to happen to stop the technology or how do you know we're not just already there? That's the, the, the crazy person theory, which sometimes I entertain. So. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Some deep thoughts going on here this week on the podcast. I mean, we can talk about Bailey if you want. I mean, that's probably why people are listening. <laughs> I know that's why probably, people are probably listening to hear us talk about Bailey instead. But Yeah. I mean, we pretty much covered all of Raw. We've covered a good portion of SmackDown. Um, Alexa Bliss defeats Naomi, Randy Orton, and Luke Harper ends in a no contest. Got to see Kane pop out of a casket. Cool. Guess we're gonna get that Orton Kane tag team. Yeah. Who could care? I mean, good, better that they're contained with each other than throughout the rest of the show. Look, if you're gonna give me a program that's gonna have Orton, Kane, and Wyatt in one fucking program, that's not gonna stink up the rest of the fucking show. Go for it. <laughs> It's going to bundle be, you up in a group. It's going to be RKO hell. Oh, hell. Uh, Carmella faced off against Nikki Bella. Uh, Miz and the Spirit Squad defeated Ziggler, Slater, and Rhino. Baron Corbin defeats Jack Swagger again. 
And we was already it talked Heath about Slayer? The was they they cut that promo? It's like uh, you're asking why we came to the rescue of Dolph. And what was Rhino said? I hate male cheerleaders. You think that was funny? Uh, I didn't see that part. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I mean, that kind of takes us into uh, into hot topics. Uh, Fight Network has offered to provide TNA with funding to repay the loans to Billy Corgan and provide additional transitional assistance to the company. So TNA not dead yet, still what, floating. One thing I was asking Daniel before you showed up, uh, Doug, was I, I really, I know we're all curious about that. I really want to know what's the details of uh, Billy Corgan, you know, suing TNA. It's also. sealed. It's sealed. I know. That's why I'm, I'm oh, okay. everyone's curious. I thought you were like, give me the loan. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> Give us the dirt, man. <laughs> I'm so curious. The man. way like Melter was talking about it is that if he got the injunction, which would keep them from selling it until everything happened, the, the the suit would get unsealed this week, like Thursday, which would be like tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this now, is the talk. But as of right now, still unknown. Yeah. But the weird thing that I don't think we talked about that was sort of uncovered in all this, um, among like people uncovering the other people that TNA owns money to and the other lawsuits that are out yeah. there, is that they've already sold some of their library to uh, Corgan. No, no, no. Fight Network? Fight Network already owns some of the TNA library. They've already sold it, some of the wow. library to them. So not, they are so fucking stupid, they didn't even sell their library as a chunk. They've already <laughs> cut a piece wow. off and sold it to them. That's, that's how, curious. That's weird. I wonder what they how, sold. Like, why what? have the whole cake when you can have a piece? <laughs> yeah. So that's stupid. So now... Well, you don't want the whole cake because you don't want the whole cake because you'll get sick. I mean, yeah. Sure. Duh. So now the WWE may very well not ever get TNA's library because if they owe uh, the what is the place against I Fight Network? Fight Network. If they already if they owe them money, then they may have dibs on selling like the footage to them first. So that's how mismanaged this company is. Wow, wow, wow. Then um, I read online. I uh, don't know who interviewed Jeremy Borash, but Borash saying everything's going fine. That's what you say when you work for the company. Yeah, yeah. you have to. Say, yeah. yeah, everything's fine as everything. Yeah, you know, you know, people like to make up rumors, you know, <laughs> which people do, but you know. But still. oh, what's that? We owe two hundred sixty-four thousand dollars. Ah, we're fine. Don't worry, I've always been paid. Don't worry. Oh, Billy Corgan's issued a restraining order against Dixie Carter and got it. Ah, we're fine. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm Everyone's gonna go happy. Eat. I'm gonna go. Eat. Everyone got paid. The yeah. act. The acting president has a restraining order against the majority <laughs> owner. <laughs> ah, we're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. They just they can't be by each other in public, but I'm going to go eat brunch <laughs> with them at, at their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got off the phone with them. Everything's fine. Yeah, cool. Wink. Yeah. So, somehow, TNA is still staying afloat. I wonder if Dixie Carter is afraid of the singular. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie, if you want tell you what dixie if you want to do a podcast and we don't even have to talk about tna we'll talk about crazy conspiracy shit and like weirdo theories like this you want i'd listen to you talk about that i'm not very knowledgeable i just like know a little bit about all of them and i'm gonna send out some emails to scientists and sure theorists and all that and have bill nye and neil degrasse tyson on sure singularity this bigfoot they're too mainstream they're gonna deny all the real shit like the singularity and what about this el chupacabra exists um well, now you're getting, aliens little, out there? you're getting a little too far out there. Yeah, what now. if aliens are out there? Got to keep it in a more realistic side. I mean, according to WikiLeaks, 
<laughs> Tom DeLong emailed Hillary Clinton about fucking aliens. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Neither is reason I like that guy. <laughs> Uh, other hot topic news, uh, Undertaker, there have been a lot of pictures that floated up uh, last week of him walking around with crutches. Did you see it? Uh, I did see the pictures. How does he look? I mean, you know, he was holding walking crutches, but it was fine. It wasn't like normal crutches that you have. It was more like wrap around the arm kind of thing, help you out. But it was apparently because I mean, he... Uh, sort of like how Richard has, like those. Like the... Yeah. Um, he apparently underwent... Uh, hip surgery, so that's dude. The reason he'll to he'll need to wrestle ever again. I mean, I feel like if he, he just, he said he's done, but I hope, man. He I, sort of I always hope. says he's done. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm done for this um, until WrestleMania. It's crazy. Speaking of crazy, Paige, <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, Paige has proposed to Alberto Del Rio, and he said yes. So Alberto El Presidente, she proposed in the ring. She did. Congratulations to the happy, crazy couple. Those two are insane. Was a, a and her, what was fa- a her father is not happy either. Really? He's like, I am against this. Why? Let me, remind me, guys. Remind me to tell you guys what the supposed theory is off the mics. The theory of We're singularity? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> we cover that as good as we can. Okay. <laughs> Unless we're going to get some professionals. All right. We're just not going to allege any crazy shit on the uh, on the podcast. Fair enough. Why not? Oh, just because. Like, I don't, I don't want to get sued or anything. I don't want to get, like, I don't want to get slapped down by anybody. But as long as we say alleged, rumored, stuff like that, we're in the clear. It's okay. I mean, they're, it's like, it's irresponsible speculation from people. That I'm going to, you know, contribute to, but not on the podcast. All right. Sorry, folks. You won't be able to join us for that part of the conversation, but, uh, yeah. Um, nope. Uh, there's also a rumor going around that the uh, boogeyman might be returning to the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Doug. Uh, <laughs> um, so the boogeyman may be returning to the WWE apparently he's, <laughs> he declined shows in December and January so possible Royal Rumble return maybe you never know I think this is going to eliminate quickly yeah sure why not that'd be fine uh, so with that being said it's time to go into the Q&A nope. portion of the show your question what Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. I got a little bit. I I don't have a full review, but um, I have some two K cool news. Features. Yeah, some cool right. features. That, I mean, I've been playing uh, universe mode and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I did the um. You know how they have the oh my god moments and stuff oh like that. God. They have the unicorn stampede. Nice. Uh, so it's so cool. And also with New Day, it they have the free bird rules, like on the New Day as a tag team. Hmm. Good. You know, um, Biggie and Kofi has the belts they walk out or whatever, but Xavier and Kofi can fight, you know, with the belts and stuff like that. That's good. Uh, a lot of new animations and stuff like that. Uh, the uh, promo uh, feature on there. Custom promo. Yeah, no, I don't feel like it works that great. Mm. Um 
I mean, it's a step in the right direction, but it's just um, long way to go. Yeah, it's like it depends. There's different promos you can do um, if you're, you know, trying to get yourself over, or if you're trying to like call someone out, and you just gotta pick which will go with the crowd and stuff. If you're a face and heel, and it's not their voices, it's just mm-hmm. you know words. Um, what do you call it? Sort of like karaoke scrolling and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't I don't like it that much to be honest with you. Yeah. They could have How are the controls? It's pretty much the same as last year. Um also with this the submission system, there there's two ways you can do submission system this year. The the one they had last year mm-hmm. or you can switch out to it's kind of like a button mashing system where it's like um It'll have like it could be since I'm Xbox, like you press XXX or YYY and stuff like that for a mm-hmm. while, and it'll it'll just change on you and stuff like that. So I did it that way because I can't, I still can't master the um the submission system from last year. Gotcha. Guys, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they said it. Oh, they made it easier. To me, it's it's the same. Still thing. difficult. It's still difficult. Still a challenge. Uh, there are some glitches. Not not as bad. Make I sure you would, save the videos of them. No, it's really sucky glitches. They're not like fun at all. Like whenever you're doing the promo system, whenever you're walking into the ring, like the whole like like the the picture of you like shakes badly and stuff hmm. like that. I'm like that's weird. Um, what else? I told you about you can jump someone. Um, it could be on a tag team. Yeah. Whatever. I also did. I fought in the crowd. It's pretty fun. I also fought backstage. It's pretty cool too. Uh, there's something else. I don't know. I don't know. I really like that unicorn stampede. <laughs> I, we beat the Dudleys easily with that move. Nice. But um, I'll I'll have more. More to come. Yeah. As the weeks roll on. Yeah. So do you guys want to talk about uh, Total Bellas? I think Tyler missed some. The only thing I saw is it starts off with. Um, they're just really harping on uh, Daniel Bryan because he doesn't know he doesn't want to do a quickie. Yeah, it was sort of a. And then they do it, and then like Bree and uh, Daniel Bryan, they didn't really like it, and Nikki like calls him out like, "Oh, you're not doing it right," and or something like that. You should enjoy it or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was like, sort of weird. Yeah, it's it's not that great. It makes them seem like weirdos though. The quickie. The wall. Well, the. I don't think it's weird to enjoy taking your time more than like to have like quick sex or whatever. But I, the way they harped on it made them seem like weirdos. The way they're like, I don't know. That's that's Nikki. She's nah, I think it was Nikki. I think it was Brian and Bree made themselves seem a little weird with it. Hmm. I don't know. They also have uh, John Laurinaitis and the Bella's mom. Prenup. We yeah. want prenup. We, we want, want prenup. Yeah. <laughs> Something that you need to have. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we want prenup. We want prenup. Uh, I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Then um, John. Well, later down, on. Bella's they, mom, you know how they separate. They separate. Down, Bella's mom. They separate, and you know the girls go with each other, and the guys go with each other, and they're like in the 
a cigar room with like suits on and stuff. And that's when mm-hmm. John was like, uh, John Laurinaitis is like, um, well, Big Johnny. Yeah, he's talking about the prenup. He's his lawyer over here. And, uh, and call my lawyer. People power. Daniel Bryan and John Cena were like, yeah, yeah, you have to do that. And then JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, he's skeptical. Because, you know, this is the. <laughs> this will be his, Yeah, man. this is third, her third marriage. It will be a third marriage and stuff like that. But John, John Cena was like, man, you got to get that going because it. How do you say it? It really helps you. He something. was basically like it's a it's a dog fight. It's a dog fight, yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. It was the, mostly the most of the episode was about the prenup, the quickie stuff, which made Brian and Bree seem pretty weird. And then uh, John Cena taught Bree how to drive a stick, and then Daniel. Well, then JJ's sister in law came over, and then like. They were talking to Daniel Bryan, and he was like, "Well, I want swimming lessons from her." The, the minute they did the the John Cena teaches Bree how to drive stick thing, I I was like, "Oh, they're setting up like a jealousy angle." Like I saw it coming a mile. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, "This is definitely." It just looked weird. Like it's they. It looked very contrived. Did and anything set up. come of that later on in the episode? Yeah, because well, Bryan did the like the, the swimming, swimming with like, that, oh, and she got jealous, and yeah, yeah. Um, Quality entertainment. I think that's all I saw. Yeah, I don't really think that there's much more to the episode. Really. I really don't like know how they're going to go past the second season because really the premise is like, oh, since Nikki can't do anything because her neck, that's why she wants her family there. And I don't like, even think it's a full season. I think it's just until I think it's like a half season. Really? Until Total Diva starts, I think. Oh, really? That's strange. I might be wrong, but uh, who knows? And is which... Total Total Diva still going to be on Sunday? Still, I can't be fucking up my Walking Dead. I got too much shit to watch already. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys getting into Total Bellas like y'all were with Total Divas? Or I enjoy it. I think I enjoy it more so because it's the first few seasons of like or the first. Two, I think, of Total Divas were pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Here's a nice thought experiment. If you could, like, all-star, like, Road Rules, Real World Challenge, like, Bellas, Total Bellas and Total Divas, you get, like, your all-star cast, who would you who would you cast? For which team? Okay. Um, well, it's an amalgamation of the two. It's like you're getting an all-star cast of both, both uh, shows, and then who would you run with? I think I would go with Brian and Bree, Cena and Nikki. Um Ariana and Vinny. For which Three. team? It's all the it's all I'm just I'm saying like if you could pick an all star team of or oh, of all Bellas and Total Bellas and Total Divas. What about uh, Eve Marie and her boyfriend? Is that who's that someone you'd pick? Is that your opinion? I don't know. I think I would go with like. I think I want like Big E and Natty's boy, uh, sister. So long as Natty and TJ never come to visit, they just can't be on the show. But they got to bring their cats. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Do you I remember all the flirtation between Big E and like Natty's sister. <laughs> yeah. We need more of that. Yeah, we want 
We want more of that. We want prenup. Um, nah, that's stuck in my head. Anything else, Dad? Not really. Let's move on to Q&A. Time to go in the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, no. our answers. First question comes to us from Ace McSpade saying, Hey, guys, thanks for another great podcast. Just want to say I appreciate all the work you do to provide me with free entertainment every week. Anyways, I have a question. This might sound nuts, but do you guys think Paige is deliberately failing the drug test just to get out of her contract? I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that may be going on that we don't know about, mm-hmm. but maybe there's some bitterness with you know Del Rio going, you know, and I'm like fifty fifty on it. I go back and forth. Yeah. Sometimes I think she's just lost her goddamn mind, yep. <laughs> and sometimes I think she's like, "Well, I want to go be with Alberto, so let me see what I, I can think." Do to yeah, because she just I think proposed. she's lost her mind because she wants to be with Alberto. <laughs> I think because she just not proposed. that there's anything wrong with Alberto, but like she is so head over heels for yeah. him like she she would do anything she got alberto tattooed underneath her poppy her chest on her ribs i don't so. know i feel like if she just proposed or whatever that's gonna be kind of a hard thing to balance it's gonna be hard to return WWE what if he was like and- <laughs> what if he didn't want to say yes but he was like well we're in public i can't yes. say no yeah we are together publicly now. Oh, really it's um, it's kind of like the whole. Um, it's wild because his so supposedly the story was that his wife left him over it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're <laughs> not they're not they're officially not like, divorced right. yet. Not that I not that I'm hung up on the technicality of that, but just the idea of like going from a marriage to like <laughs> uh, from one marriage to the next. It's mm-hmm. like take a breather so quickly. Yeah. Take a breather, man. Yeah. And uh, there's also speculation that the reason why WWE haven't just fired her is because she, because of the the injury. neck injury that she's got, and they don't want that to look bad in the public eye. Of oh well, you fired me whenever I was injured. What is that? You know, talk about kicking me down when I was or kicking me when I was down. They basically can't for PR reasons. Sure, but if she fucks around enough and fucks up enough, mm-hmm. they could on policy fire her yeah. even while she's injured over like. Drug test, if she fails while she's out hurt, they can still fire her. Yeah. And maybe they'll just do that. Be like, look, just take something you're not supposed to. We'll take a drug test and say, hey, you failed. And I don't think they you know. have to, to dog her into it is the problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just look, I don't know, just the way she's carried herself lately, like that TMZ video or whatever that surfaced not too long ago, she just seemed out of it. Like, she was so focused on him and... I mean, hey, if you if he's the one, he's the one. I'm not going to talk you out of it, but hey, hey. you got to get something going. But uh, it just seems like bad news for both parties. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like a win for for going down one. a dark path. But I mean, they'll end up together, probably have a kid, and then it'll probably get ugly after a few years. Like I want, I nothing would make me happier than to see them to be happy and together but i'm going off of you know intuition that it's probably not going to happen but what do i know uh but anyways thanks ace mcspade for uh for listening to the show we always do appreciate it love hearing back uh final question coming to us from clark saying hey guys i had the chance to watch raw and smackdown this week do you think that the cruiserweights have less time on raw uh i think the six-man tag match could have been better given more screen time 
Also, what's your opinion on James Ellsworth? Is he going to appear on future shows, or will this or will this week's SmackDown be his last appearance? Anyways, another great podcast. Keep it up. I think we talked a lot of Ellsworth already. I uh, feel like we could do some more. Uh, okay, let's do it. As I long mean, as you've got two hands, you've got a fighting <laughs> Can't get a chin lock on him. Like no I, chin locks. Like I said, he's no on a, music. as of right now, he's on a per appearance deal. I think it's pretty open-ended because he's beaten AJ twice, so I could see them running it back at mm-hmm. least one more time. So I think the uh, likelihood that he shows up at least once more is pretty high, I'd say. Well, here's he's a, got a fucking t-shirt. Here's a yeah. speculation. Would he appear at the Royal Rumble? In the Rumble? Uh, I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Will we cheer for him? Sure. Why yes. Not? Okay. That's what I Will you to buy his shirt? No. How much is the shirt? Twenty four ninety nine. But no, no. I mean, like, on sale. yeah. I mean, I know how much the shirts are. I just mean, like, how much? Are you asking me, like, how much I would spend on it? Mm, mm. Ten bucks. Would you buy it if I got the if I got the opportunity to meet him? I'd buy it. Mm. Have him sign it. I mean, if someone gave it to me, I would take it. What if they sold like like knockoffs in a parking lot? <laughs> then I'm in because. <laughs> The fucked up thing is the one time that we 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 always see the bootleg people, which I, I have no problem with. Go do your hustle, get, get your money, your, man. Get your mm-hmm. money. I don't give a fuck. The WWE is a huge, nasty organization. I don't care. They're <laughs> they're down wa- with the machine. <laughs> they are Walmart. They are McDonald's. Who cares? Starbucks. So go ahead, bootleg the fuck out of them. I don't care. But I want to see some creativity in your bootlegs. Like, if I'm going to pick up one of your bootlegs, I want, like, a color that is not the color it's supposed to be. That John Cena shirt. That one time we saw the dude (laughs) with the fresh bootlegs that were, like, different colors and I didn't have enough cash on me. And now every time I fucking... They want to pass them off as authentic to me. Like, dude, come on. Dude, lady, I know it's not the fucking real shit. (laughs) I'm still wanting to buy it. (laughs) I will buy it, but you got to put your own spin on it. I want your own spin. Bootleggers. Yep. Make it your Step own. Step your game up. Come on. I guess it's not bootlegging if you're making it your own, but How I mean, like, tweak a little something. Make for, it a different color. For our listeners out there, if you own a bootleg t-shirt, take a picture of it and send it to us. That'd be cool. Post it on our Facebook page or our, or our Twitter. Because I'd like to see that. I want to see what the most creative bootleg uh, shirt is I remember is the alternate colors of John Cena shirts that, that were never red ripped. John Cena shirt. That's the one that... Well, they've had, like, on. real red ones, though, haven't they? But I, I know at that, that point in time, it, it was, was whenever not, he was doing like the orange and yeah, the yeah. purple. Wasn't there, there was like a, was wasn't there like a teal? John Cena. Yeah, I thought it was, was like a teal blue. I don't remember. But I don't. I don't remember what the proper color was. I just remember it being like, okay, that's an obvious, not an official shirt. I would buy it if I had the cash from whoever it was. Yeah, because around that time, he was wearing the orange or the purple shirt, and someone showed up with like a red or a. Uh, a red one and a, like a bright blue, like a sky teal blue, and I was like, "Yeah, that looks pretty good." <laughs> I imagine, buy take, it, imagine like I'm having the bootleg shirt of John Cena, and you take a picture with John Cena, and be like, "Hey, where'd you get that shirt, man?" <laughs> 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 but yeah, so for our listeners out That's there, awesome, if you do have a bootleg T-shirt that you've purchased, I, I, I mean, want to see it. We got to be able to tell it's bootleg in some way. Sure. But, yeah, I want to see that. Uh, cruiserweights, did they have less time this week on Raw? Yeah, I think, well. I mean, as I opposed think, to last week or as opposed to the Classic? Obviously, they had less time than the well, Classic. Yeah. Um, they were also given a time limit, so you knew what the maximum amount of time is. But this one, 
think they had like an eight minute match and they went to commercial like two minutes in. And yeah, the well, commercial they, breaks are always like three minutes. Yeah, so. plus they're all in the same match this week. Yeah. So I would like to see them get a little more shine similar to how they did the Cruiserweight Classic, but it's not my call. Whatever. Good call. So that's going to do it for us this week. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Why did you type that we're word, on Tyler? Stitcher, you know Doug Beyond like Pod, and Player.fm to search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. And we're also on The Satchel. The Satchel. Mm. Get on it. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. And uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Abear. Oh, is that MF Butthole? MF Butthole. That's right. So, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I am MF Butthole. No, I'm not. That's Noah. I'm, I'm Tyler Abear. Doug. And we will catch you all next week.